Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the clinic with Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Cronforst, and we've got Marie McFarland with us in studio. You hear Marie Monday through Friday doing the market updates. But before that, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Uh, and good morning, Marie. Good morning to you. You all plugged in over there? Yes, I'm ready to go. Headsets on, microphones are on. we got a good show. We are live. Uh, we're on WISN in Milwaukee and in Madison on WIBA. All right, Jeff, what do you got planned for us today? There's a lot going on today. First of all, with regard to retirement, um, I mean, it's all about retirement. But uh, employees of Aurora, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Employees of AT&T and other companies that have pension plans that are lump sum pensions that are dependent on interest rates because interest rates are at zero and they're likely to go up and that could dramatically affect your lump sum from your retirement plan. If they're at zero, I was going to be a smart aleck and say they can only go up. Can they go negative? I, I, you know, but that is kind of a smart aleck remark, but not that bad because we've seen negative interest rates in Europe. So I guess it could go down, but it's Correct. likely to go up. So it's not that big of a smart aleck remark. <laughs> I would never want to be a smart aleck on your show. Perish the thought, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in the last show, uh, different discussion, but real estate rates, we're just talking about a 30-year fixed rate at 3%, Jeff. It's been like that forever. Right. Um, and you almost get used to it, spoiled, but boy, back in the day, you know, my parents have talked about 14, oh, 16, sure, yeah. 17% and mortgage. And you were lucky and happy to get that, that you weren't paying more than that. You were able to get a mortgage at all. We had one of those. I think ours was, first one was around 16%. And you were lucky and happy to get it. That's um, insane. It is still Gosh, insane. I can't I even. Imagine. Now, as a, you, Jeff, just by way of background, you're president of the Kowal Investment Group. You've got locations in Waukesha, up in Ozaukee County, in Port Washington. You're in Madison, the Middleton office. Phoenix, Arizona, of course, your latest address and your move to Racine is really a, a great location, Jeff. You're at Highway 20. All of them are great locations. And uh, really, for our practice, if you're close to or already in retirement with $750,000 or more in retirement assets, we have five convenient locations for you. Plus, we do Zoom meetings, still virtual meetings, and, and those have worked out very well. And clients are happy with that, whether it's uh, 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 someone who's looking at engaging us for our services or existing clients that uh, enjoy that and are happy that many of them, it's, it's surprising during the pandemic, a lot of them were happy that we brought them up to speed with technology. Yeah, Zoom's not that hard no. when you use it the first time you get used to it. It's That's easy. Right. Yes. yes. I think it's the initial, Marie, the initial thought of I've never done this before. Yes. And then downloading it and figuring out how to use the camera and the audio. But once you've used it once, everybody's a professional now. You do get that ID and password so you know it's secure. That's important, especially yes. when you're talking about finances. Yes. And ours doubles is double encrypted. I'm not sure if that's the correct technology term, but there's extra layer of security when we use Zoom as well. You're like the CIA over yeah. there. She's awesome. You can't, get, can't get through our firewall. Uh, now, have you noticed, Marie, that clients would prefer first still to stay in zoom are we getting back to normal where they come into the office for appointments um we've seen more in office appointments right. um but it's up to the person so if they prefer zoom uh, meetings over in person we're more than willing to and capable to do the zoom i would but say 90 percent plus are, are yeah. coming into the office now some wear masks some don't we 
and we sanitize the environment and all that stuff, all the things through protocol that we're supposed to be doing. We do that, and clients are very comfortable with it. Good to see things getting back to normal here. Yeah, it feels great. Of course, you guys are in the studio, so we're back to normal here. And I want to mention the phone number because we will open up phone lines. You know, we talk a lot about retirement in general, but 401k questions do taxes play into it? Of course they do. So we get questions on taxes, the Roth, the Roth conversions, life insurance, IRAs, estate planning questions, Social Security is always a part of a retirement plan, Jeff. Absolutely. I know it's not probably enough for most of us to survive and get by in Social Security alone, which is what we stress every week. You must do the appropriate planning. That's right. And Marie's very good at that. She does a cash flow. She's, she's one of the experts in our office who works on the cash flow analysis, and that's an integral part of what we do regarding the retirement planning to make sure that we incorporate the Social Security into a, a, a successful plan. So the phone number to call, which I never mentioned, is 799-1130. It's the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Uh, it's open. Any retirement question or if you react to or want to react to something that we talk about, please join in the conversation. 414-799-1130. I'm going to start with Aurora employees again because they, you're facing a deadline, but then we're going to move on to AT&T, GE, uh, Johnson Controls, other companies that have pension plans. But employees of Aurora had to make a, had to make a decision about their changing retirement plan last Monday to avoid penalties. But you but if you've been putting this off, don't worry. There's still time to learn about your options because you do have options until the end of September. We have two additional education seminars coming up this week on Tuesday and Thursday for Aurora employees. You can get signed up on our website or by calling our office at 262-522-4040. Or you can just sit down for a complimentary review with one of our great advisors like Marie. Um, Give us a call, 262-522-4040, or visit thekowalway.com. Uh, to set up, uh, to reserve a spot on those educational webinars coming up on Tuesday and Thursday of this week. Uh, that website, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, has links for all your social media. Yes, you're on all of that good stuff. So without giving all the Twitter handles and information, just go to thekowalway.com and link up with all of the sites. The phone numbers and office locations are all there. Can we sneak in a question or sure, two, Jeff? Sure, do that. Uh, you can text us or call us today. We'll start in Oak Creek. John, good morning. You're on WISN. Hi. Um, if, I, if I'm uh, not taking an RMD this year, okay, I'm going to, to waive taking it, okay, under the CARES Act, I don't need to pay any tax on anything, do I? Don't need to pay tax on anything. That's a broad question. The answer well, is you. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant on the uh, on uh, the amount that I would have taken. No. would have been required to take on. That's better. No, but what you have to be wary of, and uh, John, and that's a very good question. Let's say that your required minimum distribution was thirty thousand dollars, and you didn't take it. But let's say when you did take it, you withheld twenty five percent. So you withheld seventy five hundred dollars for for taxes on that. That's $7,500 that you're not going to have withheld in taxes this year. So if you have dividends, if you have Social Security income, if you have other things that could potentially be taxed, you got to make sure that you withhold money in taxes. So you may have to do quarterly estimates, even though you're accurate in saying that your RMD, there's no taxes on that retirement account, there's no uh, uh, would-be taxes on your RMD, but you still are going to have to pay some taxes. So if you usually withheld for taxes, and, and that you usually did that with your RMD, you got to find another way to pay estimated taxes. Okay. 
Okay, thank you. So you may have some tax taxes due on other things is what I'm saying. And if you used your RMD and had money withheld from your RMD for federal and state taxes, you're still going to have to pay some taxes, but just not on those amounts. Thank you so much for the call, John. And we'll keep phone lines open at 799-1130 on that Acunet line for any questions on today's retirement clinic. Okay, next up, Jeff. Okay, this is AT&T, and, and uh, this applies specifically to them. Interest rate impact on pension lump sums. We talked about interest rates being at zero. The lump sum amounts paying for some pension plans are impacted by interest rates. Um, so if how, how do interest rates apply lump to lump sums? It's not unlike uh, uh, bonds. Uh, every, a lot of people know, and if we have time, we'll talk. I'll give an example, but we might not have time during this segment. But a lot of people know that if interest rates go up, the value of bonds go down. So if interest rates go down, the value val, interest rates go down, the value of bonds go up. There's what's called an inverse relationship. So right now, if interest rates are likely to go up, bonds are going to likely go down. But that's how it works with pension formulas used by the IRS. Um, and in, in this case, the, the pension formula is uh, uh, the interest rates are from November of the year before your pension start date as one element to determine the amount of your lump sum. Others are your age and, other, and the amount of income you made, things like that. But for example, if you start your pension in June of 2020, the interest rate used will be November of 2019 rates set by the, by the IRS. So generally, lower interest rates result in a higher lump sum. But what's happening now is the interest rate is going to be set November of this year for next year. What we were saying, interest rates are likely to go up. But that's for the lump sum payable for pensions starting the following year. So the November 2019 interest rates were lower than the November 2018 interest rates. And so this year, the number could be lower, could be higher. We don't know yet. But whatever it is, it's going to affect your pension. So you just have to be aware. One calculator that was done said that if interest rates went up a little bit, uh, this particular participant could potentially lose $100,000 of his lump sum. Oh, good grief. So if interest rates go up and the value of your lump sum goes down, and that's uh, let's say it's $100,000, how long do you have to work to get another $100,000 in your retirement plan tax-free? So that's the... Depends the, on how much you make, right? It, it depends. But no, there are usually limitations as to how much you can put in. $24,000 a year, that's as an right. example, it's, is a yeah. limit as to how much you can put in, maybe a little bit more than that now. But still, that may take four years to get that. And this says you could potentially lose that much with just an interest rate blip. So you've got to be careful with your with your pensions. And a lot of pensions, uh, lump sum, you know, are, uh, are based on those interest rates uh, by government. Uh, planning for retirement requires careful consideration. Point out the important update to your retirement benefits. Um, the other thing is that uh, after the first of the year, with some plans, uh, they, the uh, Medicare eligibility, uh, individuals who retire after January 1st, some will no longer be qualify for a company subsidy once they're eligible for Medicare. So those are a couple of decisions that you have to make that doesn't make sense for you to retire now if you're an AT&T employee with interest rates go, potentially going up. So you just have to watch and if you're close to being retirement eligible. So those are a couple of things. Your age, what are chances of you losing your job? You know, could they uh, eliminate your job anyway? So maybe grabbing this higher lump sum is, makes sense for you. So there are a lot of considerations when you look at whether you should take your lump sum now, retire now, retire after right after the first of the year. 
grab this pension interest rate or grab one in the future. Jeff, this is our last show of September, of August, I'm sorry. Next week we'll be into September. It's been quite a, a bizarre year in many aspects with COVID and everything else. The bear market is officially over, right? Looking at the Dow close yesterday, 28653 You're getting a little bit ahead. That's part, going to be part of my sexy oh, segment. Oh, jumping ahead. <laughs> that's all right. But that's, you know, it's it's really one of the number one question that I'm going to answer in our sexy segment, Marie and I will. The number one question that clients are asking us right now. So I'll get to that in the sexy. I, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what it is. No, you're not going <laughs> to. That is what's called a tease. <laughs> yeah, but we are officially out of that. And and yep. uh, actually, the market has recovered. We need the third quarter numbers to officially be out of it because it's the the um, uh, economy has to recover according to a government uh, uh, number that says that we're officially out of it. But. For the most part, it's been quite a remarkable recovery, Jeff. I remember back when you talked me off the ledge uh, <laughs> around March when I was, you know, we were opening up our 401k, but then we're just seeing it going down and down and every yep. day and volatile that swings too. Uh, but yeah, what a market it's been this year. So there's a lot of information. In fact, you've got blogs on your website, uh, thecowalway.com. The bear market is over. Risk tolerance. A lot of good stuff on that website. And after the break, we've got the Boss Minute with Aaron Kowal. Marie's got a segment coming up, Jeff, after the break as well. It's going to be awesome. Be sure to keep tuned in for that. She requested this music, so this is this is all on, I'm excited. Uh, it's great. Good choice, Marie. <laughs> Crank it up, Spencer. It is good bumper music. The Retirement Clinic every Saturday on both WIBA Madison and WISM Milwaukee. We'll be right back. How they toss the dice. It had to be. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. As a small business owner, you're probably an expert in your craft and know your industry very well. Over the years, you have built on your knowledge and skills. You understand your clients or customers and your products or services. When it comes to the ins and outs of things like accounting, finances, taxes, and legal matters, it never hurts to have experienced professionals to turn to for guidance. For example, you may know how to change the oil in your car, but when your vehicle starts making a strange sound, you'll likely have it looked at by a mechanic. Apply that same logic to your business. It's important for small business owners to have a team of trusted advisors they can turn to for advice and to bring in when help is needed. Attorneys, accounts, and financial advisors that can coordinate can help business owners navigate business challenges, avoid costly mistakes, and prepare for unforeseen expenses. You can turn to your trusted advisors for advice on business matters such as employee benefits, retirement planning, and recommendations for software and technology. Some business owners may feel they have a fairly good understanding of finances and accounting functions, but at what cost? Time is money and stress piles on quickly. And while you may have many of the answers, no one has all the answers. This is a great way for business owners to delegate items outside of their expertise and focus their energy in growing their business and serving clients or customers. If you're not sure where to start or if you need recommendations, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit us at thecowalway.com. That's Aaron Kowal, today's Boss Minute for Business Owners Savings and Security. And that's a feature we do every week. By the way, just to tease, we've got the sexy segment coming up for Wealth Management 
and preservation. That's with Jeff Kowal on today's Retirement Clinic. Joining us is Marie McFarland as well. And before we get back to some questions on the phones, Marie, you want to talk about some problems that today's retirees are going through. Uh, we got to get your mic oh, on. There, now on. you're on. Here I am. Here <laughs> I am. I'm live. She's back. <laughs> um, I found this article on Kiplinger, and when I was reading it, it really was relevant to today's conversations we're having with um, people close to retirement. And the article says three very different problems for today's retirees. Again, I found it on Kiplinger. Um, the three things are low interest rates, potential tax risk, and longevity. So when it comes to the low interest rates, it was similar to what's Jeff, what Jeff was um, kind of describing. But thinking back to when parents were planning for retirement, we were thinking, okay, if we save enough and put it into CDs, bonds, savings accounts, I can live off of that interest that's built in those, and that'll be my income. And that's back you know, years ago when the interest rates were 10 to 14% you're receiving on that. So one kind of situation I like to share was if you needed, let's say, 20000 to live off of and you were able to find a CD for 8%, you know, back before now, um, you would need roughly 250000 in that CD. So if we're planning for the same situation today, in order to get that 20000 finding a CD at 2%, you'd need a million dollars saved in that CD. That's a definite different story um, than planning 10, 15 years ago. Um, So 250,000 saved into a CD, I feel like that's pretty doable. I can can get to that. But a million put into a CD getting that 20,000 and not let alone the 20,000 of income is probably yeah, not enough. On the same amount of income too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought that was a very, very important point that we need to address different types of planning um, for the low interest rate that could potentially go on longer. Um, obviously, eventually it has to go up, but this could go on for a little while. Um, a little more, or I should say a solution to that would be, um, to take on a little more risk. And I would say this is something that we're great at as advisors is helping sit down with you and understanding, you know, what are your income needs today? What does your nest egg look like? And what is your risk tolerance? And how are we going to kind of align all those things together to make sure you are getting the income you need for retirement and not just relying on the income that's coming off that 2% CD? Yeah. When I hear 2% in a CD, I just think, wow, that's not very good. You know, uh, when we do a 401k plan, Jeff, aren't there kind of rules of thumb over the years that the markets have averaged X amount per year? It's higher than two. Oh, it's absolutely higher than two. And it it all depends on the the level of risk that you're taking. Uh, It depends on how far back you go. It could be 5%, 6%, or 7%. There are usually 10-year time frames that you can look back and say during this 10-year period of time. Um, but it, it, typically, if you're willing to take on the risk, the markets have performed better than uh, bonds. The, the stocks have performed better than bonds have, better than fixed interest rates at a bank, better than most other things. But you have to be able to withstand the volatility of the markets also. Yep. And that comes back into making sure you have the risk tolerance that's appropriate for you. We don't want you not able to sleep at night because you're so concerned about your money in the market. Um, but again, sitting down with the advisor and going through those three things are important to help alleviate that interest rate risk. Um, the other one was the potential tax risk. This was um, pretty eye-opening when I started to think about all the conversations I've had with individuals. There's two things that can complicate a strategy that most people follow. So the strategy is While I'm in my working years, I'm shoving money into my pre-tax, you know, my 401k, my IRA, lowering my income today. 
um, lowering my tax bracket today in the assumption that when I retire and I take that money out, my tax bracket's going to be lower. And there's two things that um, really do complicate this. One is the fact that most likely you're not going to spend less than what you're spending in your working years when you retire. And then the other one is the low tax brackets, so those potentially going up. Um, And so when I think about the thought of not spending as much, I have heard multiple times that when I retire, I'm going to spend less. I can tell you I've never had a conversation with anyone that said they wanted to spend less in retirement. In fact, I would even challenge that and say most people want to spend more after they retire. I was going to ask, is it a want to spend more? Is it just because we have more time, we're bound to spend more? Bound to spend more. I mean, think about it. As soon as you retire, you have the time to travel, um, to go out to eat more often, to spend money on the grandkids. Golf. Yeah. um, I've... You know, people want to help their grandkids go to college, so they have that payment. Um, So I would say that's definitely the opposite of what I've... So people are planning to spend less in retirement, therefore have a lower tax bracket, but essentially you're at the same tax bracket or even higher because you're spending more. And just because you're not going to work every day, you've got more time. That time has got to be filled with activities. Yes. Activities cost money. Yep, and I can think of a lot of them that I would like to do, and they cost money. <laughs> In that car that I've always wanted to purchase. There's <laughs> another one. Well, every I mean, you work so hard your whole life, Jeff. This is what we talk about almost every week as a theme on your show, that you want to enjoy your retirement and not have anxiety over, do I have enough saved? And a lot of times what we'll do is... Uh, we'll be realistic about the amount of money you're spending for one, but also if the, as, as Marie mentioned, if you're spending fifteen or twenty thousand dollars a year more for travel, for grandkids, for other things, typically there's a period of time, maybe beyond age seventy-five or maybe even eighty, where that income, the travel is probably going to curtail a little bit. So some of those expenses. So maybe you'll say. And, and I agree with you, Marie. I have not found somebody. Everybody says they want at least 100% of their spendable income or more in retirement. Um, so, they, But it might may last for 10 or 12 years beyond retirement and then may slow down a little bit after that. Social Security is just one aspect of that. Clearly, most people need a lot more, more than, than that, Marie. Yeah. And I think um, kind of tying back into what you're talking in regards to the pension, this speaks more ever than you need to start planning for retirement now. Like It doesn't matter if you're not retiring for seven years, five years, 10 years. It's really important to start planning today if you want to build that retirement that you want. So design your own retirement. Is it ever too late? It's never too late. Never too late. I'm Uh, sure you've had clients come to you in their 50s. Yes. Listen, I've got, what, you got 10, 12 more years, maybe even more that you can still work and save? Yes. And I think that's the ideal is that you, then you ultimately do get to design your retirement. If you're in your 60s and you retire next year, it's still beneficial to have that conversation. Um, So no matter where you're at, it's important to sit down with an advisor and go through retirement planning. But I would say if you want to be able to retire and have that designed by you, it's Better earlier is better. There's also intangibles, Jeff, that come along in life. Life happens. Bad things and good things. We've talked about inheritance. Possibly you weren't planning on it and there could be a an inheritance that comes your way. Well, you could take that money and invest it. You could do anything with that money, I guess. But uh, I, I think you would advise investing that money. Well, you're often told that the uh, we hear and this is how we deeply feel is that the most important things in life aren't things it's the time to spend with people um, and maybe put some of the joy that you have is by either 
getting an inheritance from your parents <laughs> <laughs> or being able to give money to your kids at a time when they need it for buying a first home, doing things like that. But I, I agree with you uh, with what you just said. You have to take care of your own retirement first. You can't help somebody else if you don't take care of your your retirement first. You have to be most mindful of that. Then if it turns out that you want to do some gifting to your kids, help your grandkids with college, things like that, those are all bonuses. And yeah. nothing wrong with Marie said. If you want to buy a car that you, you've wanted it your whole life. For me, it's a yellow Corvette. <laughs> See, everybody has one. <laughs> I, I saw one in Door County on my vacation this last week. I said, that's what I want. And my wife laughed it off. Yes, oh. yellow, Spencer. As I'm doing here. <laughs> yellow just, I'm talking about the new Corvette, not the old Stingray. Just, oh, it's beautiful. See, and I've always, Aaron and Adam, my sons were always frustrated because I, I never hit that time in life where I had to buy that hot car. Never you never big, had that? Never so they didn't have deal. the opportunity to drive yeah, it. That's, I didn't care. So I said, what are you going to hit your midlife crisis, Dad? We want to buy that hot car. Yeah, it was never me. That's just it. Everybody's got their own thing. Uh, back to material items, though, Jeff. Life has got other priorities. Health, I think, right? Yeah. Family, faith. There's other things in life. But it all goes back to, Marie, quality of life. Yes, and if you are struggling financially to get by, you've got anxiety, you can't sleep, and then your quality of life is affected. Correct. Yep. And I think one of my favorite lines is I've heard, um, I don't remember who I heard this from, but you can't take a loan for retirement. I think that's pretty powerful. Um, you have to plan for it. So again, going back to the potential tax risk, the other thing um, as it ties in is the lower tax bracket. So I hear often from our clients, like, I hate paying taxes. And I mean, I guess we all hate paying taxes, but it's something we have to do. But we are in all-time lows for tax brackets. Um, and so I think um, planning today for that to potentially go up um, is really important. So the Tax Cut Job Act is um, going to expire 2025. Right. And so most likely, you know, with the added debt and Social Security, all of those things, most likely tax rates will go up. So going back to that example where I'm going to spend less in retirement, so my tax bracket's going to be lower. Again, this is challenging that because I want to keep the same income. So not only is my tax bracket higher because tax rates went up, you know, that that's really playing into we have to plan for potential tax, tax risk. Seems so far off. 2025. Doesn't it? But it's only four years. It's going to be four <laughs> is four years, basically, which goes by in the blink of yes. an eye in and the big picture. Some solutions to that, um, you know, planning with our clients are Roth conversions. So it's a great opportunity to pay tax today in preparation for potential um, tax rates to go up. Um, and then also working with your advisor to make sure you take advantage of the tax bracket that you're in today um, and really have those money going into the tax free or, you know, when you take the money out of your Roth IRA, not having that additional income for retirement. Before we break and get to uh, a commercials, then we'll come back with a sexy segment, Jeff, two things in life that are inevitable. That's death and taxes. We know that we hear it all the time, right? Absolutely. And as Marie said, nobody likes paying taxes. Nobody likes paying insurance premiums, but we have to. Well, <laughs> you don't like it. If something happens to you, yeah, the, the, the yep. downside of not having those insurance, the insurance policies or paying those insurance premiums can be a lot worse than the pain that you get from having to pay the premiums. Car, so. yep. homeowners, car insurance, life insurance, you name it. So it's all part of life. It's all part of planning. That was a great segment, uh, Marie. Uh, problems that today's retirees may face, but this is what you help them through. Yes, correct. At the Kowal Investment Group with locations, the world headquarters in Waukesha, Port Washington, Madison, Middleton.
Phoenix, Arizona, and of course the newest location in Racine and Highway 20. More great bumper music picked up by Marie McFarlane along with Jeff Kowal. Enjoy. Crank it up, Spencer. Back with the sexy segment next on WISN. Let's go out to a movie. What do you say now? That music. It's not the Turtles, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Switching gears, it is music for the sexy segment. And we do this every week for wealth management and preservation. Explain the background of this segment, Jeff, and then it's all yours. Okay, this show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Uh, If you have a million dollars or more, you generally have... Uh, uh, problems that are unique to you with preservation, growth of your assets, uh, taking income from it, and passing it on to your heirs. So we try to address that in this segment. And you might not think that you have a million dollars, but if you have a half million dollars in your retirement plan and you have a half million dollars of other assets, whether it be investment property or mutual funds or other things held elsewhere, if you have an inheritance, if you own a business, you may be at $10 million, $20 million or more. You you touched on this subject a little bit earlier, Paul, about the recession. A recession is defined as two consecutive quarters of negative growth, and that is by two of negative GDP. Well, this coming quarter we're going to be out of it. So you, you technically have to wait for the numbers to come were, out. The were beginning we of October. technically in a recession? I hear various opinions on that, Jeff. Well, l- l- let me go on with this. So, so the answer is uh, once yes. again, I'm ahead of you. Yes, the answer is yes, uh, but we are. I mean, for the week, the Dow hit records. Uh, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. The Dow ended Friday up 3%, uh, 3% off its record high. Both the S&P 500 and, the, uh, uh, and NASDAQ are in record territory uh, and have been. And even for the month so far, the Dow is up 8.4%. The S&P 500 rose 7.2%. And NASDAQ is up 8.8%. So just great results. But the biggest question that we have, the number one question we have in our office, and then we'll address the second biggest question as well, is why are the markets going up during a recession? And how does it affect your retirement? So That's what I don't get. So there COVID are, and unemployment and furloughs and all of this tossed at us, Jeff. We can't go to, there was no Summerfest, no State Fair, no NFL. There is NFL, but you know what I'm saying, right? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Like I said, that's the number one question I asked. And there is no state fit. There's not, and, and it's it's weird. And we've had the most beautiful summer weather wise oh, too. The best oh, summer, all perfect. Those, all those festivals would have had great times. But really, let's look at that. And I looked at a couple of different sources, but I identified about seven different reasons. Let's see how many do I have here. About that of, of why stocks are going up in a recession. Uh, the one of first I think is that they uh, big tech has so tech stocks, especially when you you think people are sitting home, uh, uh, quarantined, you know, for the first month, a lot of the tech companies just rose up. Zoom was one we talked about earlier, yep. but anybody that has anything to do with home computers and um, all the Fang stocks were they up? All oh, of them, yes. yes, absolutely. Um, uh, Facebook and Amazon. Uh, Netflix, uh, Google, and I think there's one more. Apple. Apple. F-A-A-N-G. Those are the fangs. And even without the quarantine, so I, I watch, all, I do, I watch so much Netflix. It, so much Netflix. You're throwing it slang. It's like, so now I have to go back and explain <laughs> that, Paul. But that's all right. People want to know what the fang stocks are. But those really were helped. Plus the millions of dollars in stimulus 
uh, actually trillions of dollars of stimulus from the Federal Reserve and Congress help prop up the American economy. So that's one. It didn't, the economy didn't fall as far because a lot of companies were helped to stay in business with the PPP program and others. But uh, recent signs of improvement in the labor market that helped rejuvenate optimism in the markets that, um, you know, when we see rec- – more people coming back. I think last month it was 14.7 people got jobs last month. So the labor market's improving. And it's not so much about good versus bad. The market cares about whether things are getting better versus worse. And the markets generally look out four, five, six months in advance. We might see Kenosha burning today and we think, what the heck is going on? How can the markets be going up when you see things like that happening there in Portland and uh, Seattle, Chicago, New York, everywhere else? How can that be? But markets are looking six months forward when the states are all opened up, when people are back to normal. It's probably going to be around November 4th, but that's my guess. Next, the numbers, people seeking jobless claims have gone down. Uh, another thing is that job creation has recovered. Uh, layoffs remain high. I think that's number five. Uh, but still, job creation is recovering in recent months. Um, number six is improved consumer spending, a rebound in housing markets. Your wife sees this, I'm sure. Uh, the housing market has been better than uh, better than expected. Corporate profits have been better than expected. And the last thing I have, number seven, is that a sign that the U.S. economy is faring better than experts initially expected. Citigroup. Economic Surprise Index, which gauges the frequency that economic data beats Wall Street expectations, has hovered at all-time highs. You'll often hear uh, that the the, uh, unemployment rate unexpectedly went down yet again. Well, the experts, so-called, come up with a consensus. And repeatedly it happens that the, and that's the Citigroup Economic Surprise Index, how many times are these experts surprised? And it's near an all-time high. So the 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 answers to the questions as to why the markets are going up, uh, the stimulus helped a lot, uh, improvements in the labor market, uh, it rejuvenated optimism actually, um, uh, not good versus bad, but whether things are getting better. That's number three. Number four is the number of people seeking unemployment is is lower. Unemployment job creation has improved. That's number six. Improved consumer spending is number seven, and number eight is that the surprise index is at an all time high. The second biggest question that we get is what about the election? <laughs> so first is what you know things are great now, but are things going to continue to be great? And this is these are the types of things that have directly affect your investment and retirement plans. Under seventy days away, so you talk about forward thinking, Jeff. Yep. But nobody knows the results until the day after, right? Well, and or even months after, or months after, exactly. If it's in, in courts, that's why I think it, it almost has to be a landslide, so that there's no question about it. And I think that there is a possibility of that. I'm not predicting that, but I think that's a possibility. And if you look at the odds makers and some of the people, they're starting to predict that that's likely to happen. The odds of, of Biden winning, I saw that there are some surveys, I don't know if you saw, but it was in the news this last week, that after the convention, the odds makers dropped the, the probability of Biden uh, becoming president. Dropped. After, after which convention? Yes. <laughs> Both. <laughs> 
<laughs> Both, I well, think. Well, there was a uh, stark difference between the two. Let's yes. put it that way. Yes, but there's chances of becoming president. Does that mean that, that President Trump will get reelected? There's no guarantee of that. We don't know. But with the U.S. presidential election three months away, there's going to be more volatility. Plus, there's renewed trade tra- tensions between the U.S. and China. And uh, President Trump insists that he's going to force that issue, too. So there are some things to be wary of as we move forward. But there are a lot of reasons why the market's going up in during a recession. That's all good stuff, Jeff. And you answered my questions because it, it is kind of a head scratcher. How can everything like you said, it's seemingly I hear people say almost every day, including family members. It seems like the world's coming to an end. Yeah. Right. It's not. Right. People said that in the late 60s during the riots, Jeff. There's been many times after 9-11, remember how that feeling of, oh, my gosh, terrorists could attack any second. We got Uh, through it and survived. And then I think um, one I've heard is the consumer spending is increasing. So that's a positive. But I've heard from a lot of people like, how is that possible when retail sales, you know, retail stores are shutting down and going bankrupt and people are just spending different ways? Um, that's ultimately what it comes but to. But still spending. But still spending. Yeah. yeah. Back to school might not be closed for school, but it's going to be a new laptop for the kid to look at the thing virtually. Yep. Uh, desks. There's, there's I mean, desks. you can't find a desk anywhere. Right. <laughs> Believe me. And, I, and you mentioned Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find desks anywhere. <laughs> Try Ikea. Doesn't Ikea have everything? Oh, probably. I didn't check Ikea. (laughs) You talk about this being the worst time I'm listening to. I'm re-listening to Ron Chernoff's Hamilton, the basis for the play Hamilton. Correct. And you talk about the stuff and the fighting that was going on, how vicious things are now. I'm guessing they probably had it worse back then, too, during Lincoln's time when he was fighting against slavery. Civil War. There's all kinds. This is a bad time. This is unprecedented probably in our lifetimes. Correct. But compared to history, you look back a little bit longer. We've seen times like this before. We've recovered. Also, it's, it's modern day. Correct. We've never had social media even in the 60s. Yes, we had TV coverage. Now we are seeing people's own videos from their cameras. On our own, and people freak out, right? Because it's right there. It's immediate. It's 24-7, cable TV, you name it. It's almost too much, right, that we absorb every day. But you got to know that this too shall pass, and you have to have a plan. So don't be uh, lackadaisical about it. Be, be sure that you come and see us with if you again if you're close to or already in retirement you're serious about your retirement planning we can give you direction both during these difficult markets we manage a billion over a billion dollars of assets for our clients and we work we specialize in retirement planning so it's not just the investments it's all aspects of retirement planning preserving your wealth growing it taking income from it and passing it on to your heirs so don't just sit idly by while everything is while cities are burning don't sit idly by you make sure that you pay attention to your retirement plan and come on and see us you'll feel better you're getting something done jeff and my advice finally for people that are watching the news and just all bothered turn it off just turn it yeah. off Turn on talk radio. Keep WISN on. We'll keep you posted as to what's going on and the important news of the day and turn off that other stuff. Agreed. Uh, Because it does, yeah, it gets a little too much at some point in time. Uh, Jeff, that was great. That was today's sexy segment. A lot of information packed into that. Mm -hmm. And that was good stuff. Remember, we're on WIBA in Madison. There's an office for the Kowal Investment Group right in Middleton. In addition, Jeff has offices in Racine, Port Washington, headquartered in Waukesha, of course. You will meet virtually with clients. Absolutely. Or you can go to thekowalway.com and set things up. We'll give up phone numbers and all that good stuff when we come back with Marie McFarland joining your host, Jeff Kowal. 
president of the Cowell Investment Group, the retirement specialist. This is WISN and WIBA. Back after this. I like turtles. <laughs> is this the turtles again? Of course. The whole day was turtles. Oh, okay. I just making sure I was right with the... Uh, love the turtles. I love the, yeah. the bumper music on the show. Jeff Marie McFarlane is responsible for that today. Thank you for being here, by the way, Marie. Yeah, thanks for having me. We've got a few minutes left, Jeff, to hit on some things, including we started this show for Aurora employees. Right. We've got two... Um, uh, webinars coming up this week, Tuesday and Thursday. So call our office at 262-522-4040 or go to the com for those Aurora uh, uh, webinars uh, this week. But also there are two things online that I want you to pay attention to if you would. Go to the com. One is a great uh, piece that Aaron Spitzer put together that talks about risk tolerance. We talked about earlier how the markets are hitting an all-time high. How does that affect your risk tolerance? Should you be revisiting that? Aaron Spitzer put a great piece together on that. The other one is, you know, we talk about $750,000 in retirement assets. There's a great piece on our website, the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. It says, is $750,000 in retirement assets enough? It says, three tips to help you find out. So go to that. Look at those three tips. I'm not going to tell you what they are. I notice it, it says you're close to retiring well. It doesn't say you're there. It says you're close. Well, you have to actually put a pencil to it. You can't eyeball it. Well, we're all different, Jeff, right? right. If I say, well, I need a million for my retirement, somebody says, well, that's not near enough. I need two. I need three million. It just depends on... Your yeah, quality of life? That's right. Yep. And everybody is different. Yeah, it pretty much goes back to what we were talking about before. What do you want to do with your retirement? Yeah, but those are good two really good pieces that if you don't if you haven't been to the Kowal Way uh, website or haven't been back there in a while, two good pieces, one on risk management and the other one on is seven hundred fifty thousand dollars enough in retirement and three tips to help you find out. But uh, markets are at an all-time high. Pay attention to your retirement. Pay attention to your investment planning. And if we can help out, again, at the Coal Investment Group, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, that you're tired of doing it yourself and tired of uh, anticipating where the market's going to go, give us a call. We can help with that. Or if you have assets scattered all over, this is a big way that people come and work with us the first time. Uh, 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 on an ongoing basis is that if you have assets scattered all over, now you're hitting some dates. You're hitting your retirement date. You're hitting age 65 when Medicare kicks in, 62 when is the first time you can start taking Social Security. Should you? Age 72 now with required minimum distributions. And you have assets scattered all over. Come on in, uh, to the Kowal Investment Group. Go to thekowalway.com or call us at 262-522-4040. We'll help you consolidate all that. It should be an exciting time in our life. Right, Marie? Yes, it should be. It so will be. It will, it will be, be if you plan yes. appropriately. <laughs> we will help with that. We, well, it will be. Thanks for tuning in. Marie, thank you for being here. Yes, of course. The Retirement Clinic, WIBA Madison. WISM Milwaukee. Jeff, have a great weekend. Thanks. You too, you Paul. You too, Paul. And thanks for tuning in. News is coming up next.